Hello and welcome to The Pun Is Mightier, the wordplay about podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm Tan from Hiking Michael. Yes, he is. Thanks for joining us again for another week of all those good things. Before we start today, we have some announcements because people out there have been listening to our podcast on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page, which was facebook.com slash the pun is mightier podcast. Facebook.com forward slash the pun is mightier podcast. And because everybody's favorite number is three. Again, that is Facebook.com slash The the Pun pun Is Mightier mightier Podcast. podcast. I tried to do that all at once. Didn't work, but you guys get the gist. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, We've gotten some really good feedback so far that we are hoping to integrate into this and future episodes of the podcast. Yeah. And for me, it's been helpful feedback. Also for me to hear myself, to know what to work on for myself, and also to see that Adam is slaughtering me, but that's okay. It happens. It was expected after last week's uh, not-so-great performance. I expected that. That's okay. Really, I mean, no matter who won, which we'll get to in a second, no matter who won, we had a really good time, and it seems like those of you who have talked to us uh, also had a pretty good time listening. I got some good chuckles. I'll, uh, If you don't mind, Michael, can I toss a couple shout-outs to people who have listened? Yes, he can do that before. All yes. Right. So my physical therapist, Eddie, uh, was so excited when he was at the gym running on the treadmill and just laughing. He's like, you guys have a gift. He hears your lovely voice and just wants to go for greatness. I like that. I thought he just wanted to run away. Uh, Well, run away, run away, run away and stay alive. It's a song from back in the day. It's all good. Also, my college friend Neil uh, gave some very brusque feedback to us um thanks for the feedback neil and sweet yes neil i know what that feedback was i heard all about it but we can't disclose that here but getting to the results of last week's facebook pun or who you thought did well in the final segment it looks like my friend adam here which i already alluded to won with 75 percent of the vote so he did win last week's pun off so Don't forget to vote, whether it's this week, next week, next month. Keep on voting as the sun gets higher in the sky and the sweat drops down to the floor. We'll keep a running tally of how many times I beat Michael. Uh, (laughs) Let's let's see. It happened last night at 12 (laughs) o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. So far, it's uh, one for Adam, none for Michael. And it's not going to stay that way because – we both have some talent, and Michael's just got to find the right category. Yeah, I do. I need to find the right piece of the pie. Uber. Uber puns? Oh, I, well, yeah, just lift me up because I drive for Lyft. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening and checking out our puns and our podcast, and we hope you enjoy what you've heard so far. Yeah. Um, now, Michael, what's been going on in your life this week? Oh. Tell us a bit. Well, I went hiking today. Oh, yeah? Tell Rattlesnake me Ridge, or ledge, I forget what it's called, but as I was up there and checking out the city and the farmland and the main reservoir that supplies the city of Seattle drinking water, I thought of two jokes, maybe two puns, and I wanted you to hear them. He has not heard these yet at all. So. All right. T- uh, take it away, Heichel. Oh, jeez. I, <laughs> I will not go by that nickname. Okay. So. <laughs> hey, Adam. Hey, Michael. What's the favorite place to grab a drink at the top of a mountain? What? 
but Cliff Bar. Ah. Yeah, I thought of that one. Honestly, I'm sure somebody said that before, but I've never heard that. And then there was also something else that happened up there. So I thought to myself, what do you call a younger or a shorter statured person who is training to be in monastery? What do you tell them? What do you call them? A chipmunk. <laughs> there was a chipmunk that was eating food there. Pretty cool. I've never seen a real chipmunk like that up close. Adorable. Eating everyone's nuts. Yeah. Which goes back to Neil's feedback from the last time. Thanks, which, Neil. Which is, which is keep your jokes clean and your feet cleaner. And Adam, what have you been up to this week or last night or what trouble have you found yourself involved with? Well, actually, um, one of my college friends was in town this week. Ooh. So uh, my friend Kurzia is a, uh, an aspiring stand-up comic in Los Angeles who I tried to heckle and jekyll to get her onto this podcast. Unfortunately, she flew back to L.A. today. But she performed at the QTPOC uh, comedy night that happens here in Seattle once a month on Cap Hill at Scratch Deli. That's right, Scratch Deli. Yeah. Um, That's right. So she performed, and she made some really great jokes that I will not repeat on here, not because they're dirty, but because they're hers. I, I respect that. There are boundaries, and you never want to take a comics material and put it on YouTube or put it on a podcast so that others like us, you or I, or one of our fans out there, Neil, could steal it. <laughs> and that's not good, so don't do it, Neil. Definitely not, Neil. We, we, we know. We know. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, yeah, I've been, you know, I'm still in the sling. I'm still healing right back up, uh, but not heal. It's actually a shoulder problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, so. just, I just can't imagine having that in this kind of weather. It would get damp. It would get saturated. Yeah, I I've been shopping around for other slings because mine is no longer sufficient. It's also kind of starting to uh, take on that you know sweaty odor that you get when you wear something for a month straight. Mm. Um, and yet. For some for some reason, nobody's selling as good a sling as I have, so I can't buy seps. I was, I was, I was going to suggest that you maybe look for certain st- size objects in the store, maybe like a sling box. Mm. Uh, I about that company. Maybe we can maybe we can go shopping jointly. Oh, that sounds great, but I I don't know. I was going to make a pot joke there, but but you. But you copped out, and that's the pits. He, he's already on to a good start, folks. So let's see if he keeps it up as we move on to... Pun, pun, pun. News, 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 news. In some pretty exciting news this week, at least I found it exciting, SpaceX launched its Falcon 9 rocket with a new reusable capsule. It's the first step in having a recyclable pod or capsule. Again, I guess the word there is. Ooh, so interesting. Yeah. Tell me more. Sure. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Tell me more. Show. With all the excitement around the launch, I'm happy to hear that it went well and was not off or astronaut. Mm. <laughs> you know, we never want to waste money here. And also, with that satellite, or sorry, on that launch, there was a satellite from Bangladesh as well. Really? Yes, there was. And their neighbor was said to be excited as they were happy to have a satellite join them in space, India area of theirs. <laughs> That'd be India if we didn't get that one. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. 
I heard that the rocket launch soundtrack was provided by Nas. Uh, ah, that's he spit some rhymes, Nas. <laughs> he spit some. And uh, also, in reading a little bit more about this project, the medium-term goal of the Falcon project is to be able to transport astronauts and supplies between Earth and the International Space Station. I imagine that if International Space Station astronauts knew they were being resupplied with a keg of Johnny Walker, Falcon 9 would really lift their spirits. That's, I have not heard that. That was awesome. I like that. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to cop one of my topics into one of Adam's. So Adam, what have you read on the news this week? Because Adam typically reads more exciting and more insightful news than me. So please lay it on me. Well, uh, for one, this week the FCC confirmed the impending death of net neutrality, a policy that mandates internet providers treat all data the same, bans prioritization of traffic based on source. It's something I'm very passionate about, regardless of whether or not it's in news, um, and something I've been fighting for and talking about for a long time. Uh, the FCC policy was originally passed in 2015 under President Obama, and it's been attacked. It's been under attack by industry lobbyists ever since. Specifically, the FCC chairman is now running around in circles trying to convince consumer interest groups that abandoning net neutrality is good for con customers. So far, advocacy groups are frowning upon the chairman. They think that Ajit Pai R square. He's. <laughs> Um, I'll touch it. This is a very important topic as well. Um, going from what Adam had said, I've, you know, if you've been following this now for the past you know, several, almost years, but like more, it's been ramping up over the past several months. If mm -hmm. you go on Reddit, you can read more about this. It's pretty interesting. And um, I would say that companies are taking this too far. Just let us have unlimited ways to use data. You know, to Xfinity and beyond. <laughs> Disney's going to sue me. <laughs> they are going to sue me. But also today, when I had gone for some drinks <laughs> after going hiking, somebody next to me had a really weird order. I knew they were exhausted. And when the waitress asked for their order, they'll said, I'll have a tea and tea. <laughs> yeah. Two teas, a lot of caffeine. Got to love it. Uh, was it to go? Did they take that tea mobile? Oh, that was so... Um, I hope they did because I would think two T's would really boost them up. Ah, ooh, just uh, take this category and sprint with it. Uh, thank you. I will leave it there and hop back to something else that involves sprinting because my second news category was from Boston Dynamics, the amazing robotic company that they released two new videos this week showing one of their robots upright and running and another terrifying dog-like robot working really well. They seem to really just improve these every couple of months. They're terrifying. And uh, almost everyone is praising them for their work. But some are saying, hey, I've seen this before with Skynet. <laughs> yeah. Um, these videos, I think they're terrifying, seriously, like I said. But they truly are amazing. These robots can open doors and manage not to fall over when running. I think many humans may have a problem with this. They don't gearly have enough balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sound effects. You know, uh, it's seeing these videos is incredibly amazing and enlightening. And also, I watch Black Mirror, and so they're kind of terrifying because there's an entire episode with a robot dog. That robot dog is. I thought about this company exactly. They just they're lightning quick. They'll get you. Mm, terrifying. Um, now, I know that iron is the most common metal used in these robots, but personally, I'd like to see some other metals being used for different machines. For example, 
need a hand at the construction site? Get your gold digger and platinum record. Looking for artificially intelligent middle management? Get your boss tin. Ooh, that was pretty good. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, well, well, come to Seattle. There's plenty of gold diggers here. Oh, boy. That's not true. Maybe it is. Not, any, not anymore. In the 1850s. Oh, uh, uh, yes. The whole gold rush. They were, well, look, I, I, don't, I don't think my joke panned out there, but that's okay. Ooh. It did not pan out. Well, in our weekly dump of President Trump, the U.S. government has withdrawn from the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, an international agreement created to end Iran's attempt at developing a nuclear bomb. Admittedly, many on different sides of the political spectrum have critiqued the deal since its creation three years ago. To some, the reporting requirements and the limits on uranium enrichment were too onerous, while others think limitations on enriching uranium are still too lenient. Some say they've gone too far. Others think they haven't gone farce enough. <laughs> if I think of uranium, I think of Back to the Future and um, the, what's it called? The flux capacitor? Yeah, the flux capacitor, yeah. But it ran on plutonium. Oh, crap, it did. Oh, oh well. Thankfully, other countries are still committed to the deal. The government of Switzerland has been super chill about keeping time and keeping an eye out for any funny business. The Swiss are the real watchdogs. Uh, I always think they have holes in their speeches, the Swiss. Can't trust them. <laughs> well, it's a little ironic that the U.S. government is so strongly opposed to the development of clean nuclear energy when they put so much effort into washing tons of coal. Hey, we live here. How about that? <laughs> I like that. I like that. And oh, I was going for the other one. Oh, wash. Oh, oh, yeah. DC. I was going for DCs. Oh, well, that's what we. That's but like we're going that. for D hills. Huh? Yeah. Well, we see plenty of hills. I saw hills today too. It's awesome. Now, uh, I'll be honest. Um, like the fears of a North Korean nuclear attack, I don't think we're going to get bombed by a country. Um, you know, we're 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 not going to get bombed by them. But I know countries that are closer, like those in Europe, are watching closely. Um, I had read, probably on the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, that France set, yeah, France sent a submarine to monitor what is going on with its periscopes. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Ooh, and I bet for their stakeout munchies, they probably brought their favorite aphrodisi snack, the fertile croissants. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you buttered me up there. Ooh. As we move on to, sp oh, sports. This is yours. Yeah. And baseball news. Coincidentally, by the way. Uh, there's the catcher on the Mariners has almost the same name as my co-host here. He really does. It's freaky. People think that I'm him. I'm just much shorter, and I cannot catch a ball well when down on my knees. It's not good. <laughs> In baseball news. <laughs> In baseball news. <laughs> In baseball news. James Paxton of our hometown Seattle Mariners pitched a masterful no-hitter on Tuesday. This was the third no-hitter of the 2018 MLB season, which has only been going on for like under two months at this point. So far, Paxton has thrown a real curveball into expectations for the Mariners. Few expected they'd hit average, let alone make a run for the top spot in the AL West. Some are calling this the Mariners' ERA era. <laughs> also, a fun fact, uh, Paxton is now the only Canadian ever to throw an official no-hitter in Canada. Toronto's pitching staff must be some real blue jays at losing the opportunity to claim that title. Um, I just had found out that the Mariners, I don't think they'll be doing many things lately. I don't think they'll be doing as well because 
Cano, he broke his hand. Yes. So he cano play? He cano play. He only can cano not collect a paycheck. He'll get paid still. Um, but, you know, the Jays will really be upset as these no-hitters are not common, although there's been three this season. Um, but it's going to sink in and really marinate on them. <laughs> marinate, yes. And I, this actually, I saw this news today. It was pretty sad that um, a snake found its way onto a minor league baseball field this week. It was a gigantic snake, and the groundskeepers had to come out and take care of it. Unfortunately for the snake, it only had a short stop. <laughs> they killed it. They actually <laughs> killed the snake w- with a rake. Um, it's kind of messed up. Snake with a rake. Yeah, snake with a rake. We sound like Drake. Oh, let's break. For heaven's sake. Oh, let's break. I can't equate. These aren't puns. Let's let's take our way over to our uh, off-the-cuff topic of the day. Yes. And what is – well, today is Sunday. What is today? Today is Sunday. Today is Sunday, and today is Mother's Day. Mothers are the sons of our lives, and I guess we are the the sons of our mothers, too. We are, yes. Uh, that, That was a pun. That that was, that was it wasn't a Drake or break. Um, I I had some puns here and you told me not to go dirty, but only thing I could think of was mom. You have the only two lips that I love. Aww. Because it's a yeah not like tort faith lips, oh. tort flowers. Well, I mean I told you I told you to keep them clean, but uh, I don't want our show to get boring. Boring. Oh, bo- bo- boing. Bo- I like that. I did not get my mother a card or flowers. I gave her a quick phone call before hiking today, so I know it had a really poor signal, really poor reception. But you could say that I've done well in the past antennas. Day? I don't know. Antenna. I saw <laughs> 10 there. It's like antenna Mother's Days. Oh. Uh, uh, I, think I, I think I get it. I called my mom, even though we're three hours away from each other, I wanted to eat with her. You know, for us, it would be lunch. For her, it would be dinner. And we could just sit on sit on video chat and eat at the same time. So mm. I call her, and I was like, hey, uh, I made lunch. Do you want to sit down and have dinner at the same time I'm eating lunch? And she looks back at me, and she says, nah, I just ate. I just – I just <laughs> – she, she just <laughs> – I did not have a great video chat or voice chat with my mother, unfortunately. I called my grandmother, though. I did call my gran- grandmother. Granny, we call her. Um, yeah, Granny. That's her. She turned 80. I forgot to call her. She reminded me of that. She reminded me that I forgot to call her for her birthday on 420. Her birthday is 420 as well. I forgot to call her. And she reminded you of anything on 420? That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I can uh, – thank God she's not smoking. That's oh, very good. Yes. Truly excellent. Well, I, I guess we've reached uh, the end of our first period. Yes, let's wrap this up before we get chocolate. It actually is late for us right now, so it we're it chocolate. Is. Mothers get chocolate, I think. Oh, yeah. And breakfast I in guess. bed and yeah. pancakes and flowers and cards. Dude, I'm toast. I can't. I'm toast. Oh. Yeah. Make toast. Our moms aren't here, so we just feel bad. Let's just say nice things about our moms just before we move on. So Okay. I'll say one nice thing about my mom, which is my mom is a very supportive individual, just like a bra. Oh, jeez. And my mom liked to really keep me sheltered like a cell phone ringing would during a tornado. How nice of you. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's nice. I was just sheltered growing up. It's okay. And now, on to our second segment of the day. Ponatomy. Ponatomy. That's right. Ponatomy is where the viewer, or the listener in this case, hopefully gives us a pun or gives ideas to us, and we can break it down for you to see what makes it a pun. What do we think about it? Is there a hidden meaning? And what type of pun is it? So, the pun in Ponatomy this week is a one you, you never hear. I've never heard this before. Because yeah. it's it's from a song. It's uh, the Bare Naked Ladies song, If I Had a Million Dollars. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy you some art. A Picasso or a Garfunkel. Now, I first heard the song, I think I was six years old. And it took me until I was on the bus about two weeks ago to understand the pun in this statement. The whole song is pretty jokey, pretty funny. Everything's tongue-in-cheek. And I literally never got the joke in this line until I sat on the bus. Because at that point in time, you were a more mature individual who has heard more diverse music and has studied art history. And you knew about the two people spoken about in this quote, Picasso or Garfunkel. You understood who they were. Right. So, all right. So, Michael, first impression of of this statement, what do we got? The first impression was... I did not get it, but it's a longer pun. <laughs> so I looked at it. If I had a million dollars looking for a money pun, I'd buy you some art. Okay, so far, nothing all too crazy, but let's see if this next last section was where the magic happens. A Picasso or a Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. So I would think of, you know, I'd buy you some art. I'd think art, like a nice pe- a nice painting on the wall or a sculpture or Ooh, Michelangelo somebody, or somebody just standing there idly anything really is art yes anything is art but that's that makes sense he thinks of a picasso but then and this entire song is about things that this person would buy if they had a million dollars art is typically considered very expensive so it would only make sense that if you had a million dollars you'd buy some art i would just brush it aside cuz i can't I don't have nowhere to put it in my house. Just brush it aside. I don't want it. So the second piece is Garfunkel. Now, who's Garfunkel? I thought that Garfunkel, for a long time, I was like, oh, he's got to be just some other artist, some painter, maybe a sculptor or a clay guy or who knows. And then it hit me. What was it, Simon? Art Garfunkel of Simon and Garfunkel, only one of the most famous musical duos of the past century. So... I'd buy you some art. Instead of buying a Pablo Picasso artwork, he would buy legendary folk singer Art Garfunkel. Yes. I think arriving to that conclusion was almost like a bridge over troubled water. You had to get there first. Many years of troubling songs, they arrived to that. It's Garfunkel, a famous member of a duo. So, Well, that's, and yeah, that's, that's, pretty the, much it. that's the thing is that, is that it really plays on the two different meanings of art. You don't normally think of art as somebody's name, which is why it took me 20 freaking years to understand this one sentence. But uh, art is both the thing that goes on the wall and the thing that some people call themselves. Yeah, it is. I like that. And it's also, I, I mean, it's funny because it's really classic misdirection. Uh, it's you, you think of what we said before. If you had a million dollars, you could buy some art. You could buy a whole bunch of stuff with a million dollars, but art typically is something that, that you can look at or you can, you can enjoy aesthetically. 
as opposed to a person. Yes, and I'm sure Art Garfunkel would cost a lot more money than that. He'd probably demand a couple million dollars um, for a private performance. If we bought that much, if we spent a million dollars to buy Art Garfunkel, uh, do you think that we could call him Al? Folk it. Yep. No, <laughs> funny story. My my uncle actually owns um, Art a, Garfunkel. No, he owns he owns a drawing by Picasso. Because apparently they're not. I mean, he's more modern. I think he passed away in the '60s. He's more modern, but he actually owns it in the house. I don't know what it costs, but I don't think it was all too much money. So it's pretty cool. So if Picasso went to the South and picked up an accent, could you? Couldn't anybody get a drawing by Picasso? Oh, ha, 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 ha. see, and that actually would have been a good one for like panatomy because drawing people wouldn't think of the draw. Right. They would think, oh, pen to paper. So you guys don't get that one because Adam came out with it too quickly and was too smart. So. And now to our third and final segment. The pun-off. The pun-off is a very exciting round where Adam and I will have two minutes on a topic that is selected from a list that hopefully you will add to in the future and go back and forth. And you out there will get to determine who did better. As we had said at the beginning of the program, Adam got 75% of the vote and was declared the winner for the first week. These topics, again, were picked at random. Please visit our Facebook page and give us suggestions, and we can add them more. But roll a D6. Roll a D6, correct. And from there, it will give us one through six, and we will have our topic go back and forth. Two minutes, you will pick who you think did the best. Yes. And all, did well. and all we do is bounce, bounce puns off each other. Sometimes we'll crack jokes at one another's expense. Most of the time we won't, but sometimes we will. They may stick. We'll see what happens. I... Go into this round, even over at Peddler Brewery, where we got the idea from, and I'm nervous as hell. So hopefully it goes well, because the worst thing when you're up on stage in the final round is not having a pun, and then you get two spit at you. So Adam goes, kills me, the crowd laughs. Adam goes again, kills me, the crowd laughs, and I sit there looking like a sad little turtle. Uh, Let's do it. So we rolled our wonderful Google die, and we rolled a four. That's right. So today's topic, I'm putting two minutes on the clock. I hope it's like dinosaurs. And then we will reveal our our topic. Our topic is... Not Mother's Day. Star Wars. <laughs> I'm setting the clock and go. I know I'm going to lay an egg here with this. Yo, the best puns are the ones that come from the heart. <laughs> hey, um... <laughs> Or from the hut. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. But I think... You know what happened here? I was looking on your table and saw all these cups. Also saw some jars. I was like, jar, jar. I blink. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Like that pun. I feel bad because before I laid some nice jabas down at you. So let me give you a hand with that. I don't want to make you go solo. Oh, that was so good. I'm going to bake you a Wookiee. Oh, oh, right. Wookiee, like cookie. Wookiee, cookie, Wookiee, yeah. yeah. Uh, shit. Oh. oh, um. That that was a really good pun. I'm just worried that it was a Luke. Oh, it probably was a Luke. Uh, I have a hard time figuring them out. But you know what? This is the best time of year. You could say it's like daylight savers time. I don't know. That was bad. I have noticed that when Mike comes o Michael comes over uh, to record these with us, 
he's always the one coming over and entering my my apartment. I'm worried that one day he's going to come in unannounced and he will be invader. Ooh. Thanks, Darth. Um, I that, would say that was that Darth. It was Darth. Well, hey, know what happens? I came here. I wasn't hiking. I actually got some ink done. So I was late because I was tattooing somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But it was pretty hot outside. Oh. So I hope that you enjoyed the that you enjoyed the forest out there. It was the end, or was it just the beginning? Well, it was the year two thousand. It was the millennium. Falcon. Oh, jeez. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think the whole time we're doing that of the Star Wars pinball machine that has all these shots and ramps, and I'm like Death Star. No, I just blanked out on it. Um. Yeah, R2-D2, C-3PO. Ewoks, other droids. Yeah. So don't worry. Hang tight. Uh, this episode's getting posted on Monday morning, but we always record bonus content because inexplicably, as soon as we finish up our pun off, we start coming up with puns. So look for the bonus content on Wednesday of this week. The bonus content's pretty awesome, I think. Although with this one, I can tell you, Star Wars, you'd have to give me, like, the characters. And I would say, okay, that is, you know, Harry Potter. But right. he's not in that. But give me a character, and I know who to say. Gotcha. Yeah. So we'll get there. Um, tune in on Wednesday for that bonus content. That said, we have now reached the end of our episode. Great job. So go us. Thank you for listening. Um, we are not a sponsored podcast. However... We would love to be a sponsored podcast. So in the interest of uh, showing just how awesome we could be at being sponsored, uh, today we are being sponsored by Dick's Drive-In. Dick's Drive-In? Wow. Speedy service with a smile on their face. You can walk right in. You can get a burger. If you're me, then you can get fries because I I don't really eat burgers. But I hear they are delicious. I hear they are good, too. Um... I like their milkshakes. They bring me to the yard. I hear. <laughs> what yard is that? I don't know. <laughs> to your front yard in Capitol Hill. Passed out drunk with a milkshake. I hear that Capitol Hill, on Cap Hill, there's no better place to have dicks in your mouth. Um, I'm not making any jokes with that one because it could get <laughs> out of control, but that's true. And so they, you get charged five cents for a little cup of ketchup, a little cu- cup of onions. That's how they keep the prices down. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, you better catch up. Oh, that's horrible. Oh. I use it every week. I like a catch-up pun is so easy because like, oh, dummy, catch-up. <laughs> but anyways, we are not sponsored by Dicks. We're but, not. But if Dicks did decide to sponsor yeah. us, uh, pay our server costs, or maybe feed us, then we would be glad to say even more nice things about Dicks. This is the least family. They're a very family-friendly business. They would not sponsor two ragtag individuals like you and I. But Dicks, if you do, I'll shop at you. I mean, I'll buy fries from you. Yes. Michael will specifically drive people near there while he is lift driving them. Um, so thank you for listening to our podcast today. Yeah, it's been a great time with you, and we look forward to hearing more from you. Um, vote for us on uh, – vote for the winner of the pun-off on our Facebook page, which again is – Facebook.com slash – the Pun is Mightier podcast. Excellent. We look forward to interacting with you online. We look forward to hearing from you. And 
we'll be back next week with some more puns. Uh, for the Pun Is My Dear podcast, this has been Adam. And this has been Tired From Hiking Michael. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.